Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Welcome to SEO 101, your introductory course on search engine optimization. So, turn on your computers, open your minds, grab your mouse, and get ready to get back to the basics. SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm is now in session. Hello and welcome to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my co-host is John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital. Well, well, what? Are you out of the snow? <laughs> oh yeah, it's been out for a while. I've been I've been raking leaves again. Oh, joy, joy, joy. <laughs> and, and your Monday? I'm trying not to ask to ask the same questions I asked every time. It's really hard. Well, I'm used to answering those. You get you, know, you, you caught me off guard. It's like <laughs> I got to tell him what the weather is and what else do I have to tell him? I can't remember. My Monday's been busy. Monday's been busy, which I like. Lots of stuff yeah. going on, especially today. There's all kinds of stuff going on today. Likewise, our staff meeting went really long, and then I had another phone call, and then only 15 minutes to prep for this. So it's been like, whoa, crazy. Right. Sorry, we got so much in our heads, there's always lots to say, right? Absolutely. <laughs> on that note, Search Engine Land rescued us today. <laughs> yeah, as they usually do. It's either them or Barry at Search, search, search SE Roundtable, one of the two. <laughs> That's okay. We'll always expand on these a little bit. Um, first of all, I wanted to uh, mention a big thanks to Mick. Uh, Mick's a, uh, actually a, a, an ex or client, I guess what you call it, a, a client, even though he's not working with us right now. But he mentioned uh, Mockflow when I was looking around for a uh, product that would help us with wireframing. And uh, it's been a huge help. So anyone, anyone else wants to give that a try, it's really cool. Mockflow.com, M-O-C-K-F-L-O-W, F-L-O-W. And uh, 
it allows you to do some really cool wireframing. So you can you can design your pages in using just lines and such. Um, but it's an easy way to see how it would look with this this box here, this box there. You can even put images in, and then it shares. Uh, you can share it with other people so they can annotate. They can add their own notes, anything like that. Um, it also integrates with Google Apps, and it's sixty-seven bucks a year. Nice. I personally want to thank. I personally want to thank SaladWorks for providing me such a good dinner last night. Someone's were giving you know props to people. <laughs> Dude, who is this? SaladWorks. You ever been to SaladWorks? It's like a great place to go in. You get salads, per, you know, made for you. They have paninis. Everything's really good food. <laughs> yeah, we've got salad <laughs> salad loop here, but nothing. It's not that good. <laughs> nice. Pretty much serve yourself buffet, walk out with your food after the way it didn't charge you too much. <laughs> so, what's going on in the world of SEO today? Or what's not going on in the world of SEO today? I should should say. There's yeah, a ton really. of stuff happening. Um, well, the one thing that was announced today, which we're both pretty pumped about, at least uh, it's it's really intriguing. It's very new. Is uh, Google Business Pages, uh, Google Plus Business Pages, I should say. Uh, and I honestly, just saw it today. It's, they're going to be rolling it out to everyone within the next two days. They promise. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know whether or not I've had a chance to check to see whether or not Stepforth has already had theirs enabled. I somehow did it. We're always last. And <laughs> well, I, think, I think everything in Canada is last. So <laughs> yeah, and that's true. <laughs> Give me that. It's just uh, thumbing your nose at us. Um, so anyway, either way, it's it's kind of cool. I, I the the example they give in their video online is a uh, bike store um, and how these this guy who's a fanatic about keeping in touch with his his uh, wild and crazy uh, customers um, he finds it enjoyable and I don't know how they threw it together, but it was pretty well done. The, the point is. If you've got wild and crazy fans for your business, it might be really effective. It might be hard to keep and make effective, though, if you don't really have a product that people get excited about. Well, there's two different things going on with this, though. And when you go to set one up, there's two ways to set it up. You can either set it up as a location or a like an event or a business. And if you set it up like a location, it's a whole different beast than if you pick the other model, which I can't remember the exact name for it. Um, and, and I think the reason they're doing that is they're going to talk – or they're going to tie Google Places into these location pages and Google and Google Pages. Does that make sense? So if you're if you're a business and you have a Google Places page and you really um, rely on it a lot, when you go in to set up your your page for your business in Google Plus, choose the location because I I'm really sure, though it's not guaranteed, but I'm really sure they're going to tie those together at some point. Um, so read, read everything really carefully because there is a couple different ways to set these things up. Um, there's, there's, there's really good FAQs on the Google discussions area. You can go in and find out you know, the basics on how to set it up, what's the difference between a personal page and a, or a personal profile and a business page. Um, there's a lot of differences. Like one, one email address, you can set up multiple pages. But unlike Facebook, a page can only have one admin. So like in Facebook, you can add admins, you can have multiple people admin. Right now, the way it launches, the business pages only have one admin, even though that admin can be the admin for a bunch of different pages. Um, there's a couple other things that are majorly different about it. Um, but go in and read those. Look, look in the Google discussion area, you know, the help section for the Google Plus, and you'll find it. And there's some really interesting things to read in there. 
They've already got. Yeah, the, I'm actually looking it at it now. I found it. I found it. It says create a page in the bottom. This is, you know, as usual, they made it not the simplest to find. But anyways, it's in the very tiny writing at the very bottom of your Google Plus listing. If you're signed in, and in my case, I'm signed into my Google Apps because they finally enabled that last week too, um, for for Google Plus users. So I I click there, and then it says pick a category for creating a page. Either a local place or business place, uh, product or brand, company, institution or organization. Arts, entertainments, or sports, or other—they're really yeah. leaving it open. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're definitely pre-categorizing things, and I got a feeling that each of those different categories are going to be configured a little bit differently too. Unlike um, Facebook, where all the pages start out the same, I have a feeling these are going to be different. It makes me think that you know, based on all the experience, we've seen so many rollouts over the years that <clears throat> if you're not certain, if unless you find out something that we don't. I would wait a little bit until other people have made the mistakes because there may be a better one to, to submit yourself to. You know, of those five, you don't, you'll probably be committed to whatever you submit yourself to. So maybe wait and, and yeah, just see how true. everyone else does it. You know, uh, <laughs> I, I would want to pigeon my whole, my, myself right now. To me, right now, local business or place makes some sense, but we don't do a lot of local business. Um, yes, we have a Google Places profile because we'd be silly not to because we do offer local service but we're an international company so maybe it wouldn't be a good fit uh this is going to be interesting because we're also a company institution organization too uh, reading between the lines google 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 <laughs> <laughs> the interesting thing that i found about it, when you're reading those uh, how they what do you, work what do you think what do i think about which <laughs> oh you can go on <laughs> i was just going to ask you which one you thought uh, would be best for a, a company like mine. I mean, just a guess. Um, do you? I think you're not so reliant on local search because people don't come to you a lot. So I would probably stay away from the the local aspect of it and go more towards the business or brand. Yeah, that's my first intuition. However, the one thing now I wonder is how that's going to affect my Google Places listings. Yeah, but that's where tricky. do you? Where do you think you drive more business? So it comes down to that. So you're, do you get a lot of business out of your Google Places pages? If you do, then you might want to really think about, okay, maybe a location-based Google Plus page is going to be better for me. If it's not a huge lead driver for you and it's more of a branding thing, then I'd, I'd work towards the one that's a better lead driver, which is probably not the locations pages for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's the sort of thought process everyone else is going to have to think of too or go yeah. through. And And I think – uh, it's still not an easy answer for us because <clears throat> we do get some business from local. Not a lot, certainly not a lot. Not no, nowhere near what we we do internationally, but we don't really want to nix it either. So it should be interesting. I, I my intuition right now would be definitely to pick company, institution, organization, and see where yeah. that leads me. In fact, I'll click it now just to see what happens. Ask me for page name, my website. I have to select a category. Um, they're pretty standard categories. Um, your page will be publicly visible. Its content is appropriate for – oh, there we go. So then you just choose that, uh, different age groups. If it's alcohol-related, interesting. They've got all the different age groups, and then they say alcohol-related. Or you can choose just Google Plus users. Huh. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Yeah, you know, one of the other interesting things to me that I think is a good thing about the, the business pages is the pages um, cannot add people to a circle – Unless they've been added first or mentioned by a person. 
So if someone adds the business page or adds them to a circle, then you can add them to a circle as a business. But you just can't go out and select 10,000 people and add them to circles and market to them, which is great. I think I think that was a smart decision because a lot of people would really abuse that um, if they could. So people have to either add you to a circle first or mention you before you're allowed to market to them in, in Google or speak to them. What if, yeah, one of the things that I mentioned um, in my notes here is that <clears throat> we all – I can't recall if we discussed this last week, but how they removed the the plus operator in Google search. Yeah, we talked a little bit about it. It just yeah. pissed me off. but <laughs> Totally. Well, now the, the reason why is pretty clear. They're saying now that – and I'll quote this, quote this – Google announced Google Plus Direct, which lets you automatically add Google Plus pages to your circles from Google search by simply adding the plus in front of the page you're searching for. That explains why they get rid of the plus operator. I, I don't know. Yeah, it seems it's, pretty weak. It seems really weak because you know, plus was a standard search query you know, functionality before Google was even around as a search engine. All the search engines use plus to show, you know, I want to see a page or a result that includes this and this. It was the plus. Mm-hmm. And you know they're trying to change it for everybody based on the way they named themselves for this social product, and I don't know if it's going to fly. Yeah, I well, I don't think we'll have a choice. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe <laughs> not. <laughs> the other thing too is uh, Google Plus. Just trying but, to think here. But but you know what else has happened with that? And I've 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 had this myself. Um, the negative isn't working right either. Because I'll do a lot of searches where I'm looking for a specific something in the URL or something that's not in the URL, and I'll put, it, put in a URL, and I'll use the in-URL modifier, and I'll put, you know, minus www, looking for pages that are indexed without the www, and it doesn't, doesn't work anymore. So negative doesn't work as well. Hmm. Are you getting a lot of echoes right now? I am, actually, yes. No, I am. Okay. Hopefully, everyone else isn't getting too inundated by this. Brasco's, I'm sure, is working on it. Uh, so, with Google Plus Direct, the other thing I did like, though, um, and I guess this is something built in because of the pages, is if someone does a search and your Google's Places page shows up in search results, there is an option for people to hover over that result and add you uh, to their. Circles. I guess there's going to be a button, a circles button, but uh, that's cool. Yeah, I agree. I'm still getting the echo, Brasco. If you can work on that, it's um, getting n- worse. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other thing that's tied into uh, that oh, is we're going to take a break. Let's take a right. break and we get back. Hopefully, have this fixed up. Perfect. Thanks. This webmasterradio.fm program is presented by AFCONEvents.com, A-F-F-C-O-N-Events.com. Dive deep into five days of digital marketing education and information at AFCON's inaugural Digital Marketers Cruise, March 17th to the 21st, 2012. Be a sponsor, exhibitor, or register today at AFCONEvents.com. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. In 500 yards, C-P-A, we will be on your right. You have reached your destination. On the interstate of Internet marketing, CPA Way helps you monetize the way. No matter which direction you're heading, CPA Way is your route to low-risk revenue. Advertisers, we have paved the way to delivering revenue channels that will meet and exceed your expectations. Publishers, we monitor and manage your campaigns to bring you the most revenue possible. 
publishers can feel secure to leverage direct offers, while advertisers can find safety, offering their most valued campaigns. The road to trust, respect, integrity, and honor is just ahead at cpaway.com. Okay, we're offline for the second. Can you guys hear better now? Yes. Okay, so I don't know what it was. I this can hear was... better. Okay, oh. nope, it's the same thing. Well, the echo's yeah, back? Just... Yep. Yeah. Yep. I don't know where it's coming from. It has to be Skype because I, I, don't ha- I haven't changed anything in the setup. Weird. How about now? Worse. I, don't, I hear you fine. You weren't uh, echoing there, but I was. Oh, now I'm okay now. Yeah, I'm better now, too. Okay, because I don't know where the echo's coming from. God, that's annoying. Yeah. Well, at least it's not happening right now. Okay, good. Let's, right. let's hope it stays that way. Yep. Hang on. Higher conversion rates for you and, frankly, higher <coughs> satisfaction for your listeners. Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the advertising channel. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Looking for an affiliate network that can package every solution an advertiser or publisher needs in one account? Your one-stop source for full-service solutions is AdMedia.com. AdMedia delivers an incredible lineup of specialized XML feeds for local, social, and search, plus the advertising arsenal of PPC, SEM, contextual, display, and more. AdMedia gives your campaign real visibility, from emailers to domain redirects. AdMedia tailors your all-in-one campaign to give your account a real advantage. AdMedia.com delivers cost-effective ad solutions with real conversions. Learn everything AdMedia can do for you today. Sign up at AdMedia.com. AdMedia, strong ROI made simple. Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrands with a Z for eBrands. Blog, blog, blog. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're the talk of the town. WebmasterRadio.fm. Thanks for listening. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Okay, class. Take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm with John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. Uh, before the break, we're discussing with a bit of echo there, I'm sorry for everyone, um, the uh, issues around the Google Plus pages, and uh, I think we kind of wrapped that up, but uh, kind of wrapped we up to the end of there. Yeah, we were talking about the operators, too, as far as them removing the plus operator and the fact that the minus operator isn't working right either at this point. So that whole plus minus thing when you're trying to do advanced queries in Google is is it's it hurting me. I don't like it at all. It's just it, a lot of the functionality that I was able to use when I'm analyzing sites is gone just because they removed those. So Yeah, and they say that you, they've replaced it by putting quotes around the word. That doesn't make any sense. That meant something entirely different before. 
Yeah, and that's fine if you want to find out when there's something exactly you're searching for. But what if you want to do a negative modifier? You can't do that anymore. Not even in quotes. I tried it. So got a way to do that though. You'd think they couldn't just remove that. You would think, but if someone knows how or someone else has figured it out, please let us know. Put it on our Facebook page or something because I I can't figure out how to do it. And and that was kind of critical to a lot of the analysis that I did when I was looking at how sites were indexed in Google. It really made a big difference. Search that while we're working here. Um, yeah. I'm intrigued by it, that's for sure. And I do want to say one other thing about Google Plus, as, as long as we're talking about it before we move on to some of the other stuff, is that they also, in the last week or so, have announced that in, in Google News specifically, um, if you use rel equals author, a lot of times it'll come up with a picture of the author and, and, and who it is um, in the search results. Now they've changed that to be specifically linking to the author's Google Plus page, along with how many people, how many circles that person's in, and the ability to add them in Google Plus right there in the search results. So as an individual. <sighs> awesome. So it's actually <laughs> individuals. So that's really cool for two for two reasons. One, it's awesome because you get to, a lot of people to add you. Um, if you're an author or writer um, that gets, you know, in Google News quite a bit. The other thing is, we we know that Google News, the Google News algorithm, is really assigning authority based on topics to individual sites. So we know that ESPN.go.com is going to have a lot more presence in the sports queries than like Wall Street Journal is going to have a lot more presence in the financial queries. I think again, this is just common sense on how Google works and the history of dealing with Google, they're going to do the same thing with those individual authors. If you've got an author that writes on a specific sports team all the time, they're going to get authority built up around that sports team to their individual name of their content. So the more you write on a specific topic, more you're the authority on a topic in an area, the more your stories are going to surface to the top based on that. Um, same way they do with sites, they're now going to do with individuals, in my, in my opinion. I wonder if they're going to institute their own version of clouts plus K. <laughs> I don't know. That would be very interesting. They, they probably already do in the back end, but I, if they yeah. have any brains at all, they will never surface those numbers. No. <laughs> but they, if they did have their own version of that for the public to, do, to use, it wouldn't be a bad idea. Um, again, they can, they can totally filter out the spam because everyone you'd have to have a Google profile to give one and you know all that kind of stuff would make it a little more difficult to spam but yeah. uh, it, it'd be intriguing it'd be uh, then again I guess they don't need to I hope they make, still be interesting I, I would assume they do a better algorithm than cloud itself did <laughs> <laughs> probably <laughs> just say just saying I did I did one tweet about Washington DC when we had the earthquake and I'm in New Jersey and I've been an expert in cloud size for Washington DC and politics ever since and I've only done one tweet <laughs> ever so <laughs> Ouch! <laughs> yeah. I I could think of better things to be associated with, but anyway. Yeah, me too. Uh, <laughs> like, how do, there's no way for me to go in and like delete it either. I'm like stuck with that label. Uh nasty. Well, uh, another thing that uh, Google's done is so putting Google Business Pages behind us, and, and we'll certainly have more updates as soon as we hear about that. And oh, by the way, that's great news. By the way, to tell me about that. I didn't, I didn't know about that Rally Goes author. That's that's cool. I don't know how I missed it, but I missed it. Um, <clears throat> Google is testing new sources related information in search results. Now, this is just test. It's one of their experiments that someone happened to catch, and it's on search engine uh, land right now. And uh, it just it shows an example of a search for Rihanna, of all things, um, where I gather it just showed up by default. They didn't really explain that, but it, uh, the whole side area where there'd normally be ads 
was a source. I showed a picture of Rihanna and then showed all these different information, biographical data from Wikipedia and other external links that are related. Uh, it was intriguing. I mean, it was one of those things that I don't imagine will stick uh, for many reasons because of ads. But then again, maybe in certain searches where it's highly relevant to that person, it would be a benefit. And what do you think? I can see this happening on brand searches where they do this with brands. And Rihanna kind of is a brand search. And since they've already modified brand searches a lot, um, and there's always that controversy about people advertising and other people's brands and stuff, I can see this happening in certain brands. Controversy doesn't bother Google, and mo- losing money does. Yeah. And I can see that you know if they did that, they'd be losing a lot of money because there's a lot of people that advertise for other people's brands. Yeah, but, but how, how big a percentage of the overall pot is that? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's big money, though. I, you know, I don't know. It's hard to say. I, I, I agree, though. I mean, it, there is a real benefit. I think it does add value. And if they do still <laughs> stick to the value code, then perhaps this would stay or would be something they'd implement. But I don't know. It's hard right. to say. When it comes down yeah. to money, which they're more driven by these days, the, the, it might not be a good idea. True. Very and true. it would only be for the highest end searches, I would expect. So maybe uh, that, that adds more credibility to actually happening. Um, would be, you know, if you type in Star Wars, it's going to have images and info about it and all that stuff. That would make sense. You're right. Yeah, yeah. But but for Coke, what are they going to put for Coke? That brand, they can't put a list of songs or maybe, you know, what would they put there? There's not a whole lot they could add. The history. It's obviously got a big maybe. history. That's true. Stock ratings. I don't know. Yep, stocks, video. Yeah, I mean, they, I'm sure they'd find content. There's a ton of content out there about Coke. Hey, sources. So that's a new concept. I'm putting it on the right side. It looks really good in the layout that I see here. I even have a boyfriend listing for her. It's hilarious. Oh, my God. Uh, don't turn to Fox. So, 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 so remembering that this is radio and you guys are seeing what we're seeing, we're looking at an image of a search result down. There's no ads anywhere. Not at the top, not on the right side. Um, it looks like the page is closely split almost 50-50 between the search listings and this block of content on the, the right-hand side. And it looks like a biography that you might see in like IMDb or somewhere like that where it has a big picture of Rihanna, then a short little blurb from Wikipedia at the top, then when she was born, or height, or real name, or boyfriend, or father, or mother, a list of songs below it, then a list of other artists. So it's, it's really comprehensive. And, it, and it's not just like a little replacement for an AdWords ad. It's definitely a good way of keeping people in Google searching, and that mm-hmm. is certainly going to lend them. That that could lead them to more money. So you know, I, I know you, I know you clicked on the boyfriend link to see who the guy was. I'm not looking at the search. I can't actually. I can't even see the search. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't work for me. <laughs> but you tried. Did you? You tried. Oh, brother. <laughs> uh, don't don't put on me what you want to do. Because <laughs> I wouldn't do that. <laughs> not with her anyway. <laughs> Maybe it was Jennifer Aniston or something. Anyways, uh, <laughs> what else we got here? We've got uh, – oh, yeah, I love this. Uh, there's a new study out that Bing uh, – there was a study a while ago that said that Google favors its own search results. Well, it was done by this, this uh, gentleman by the name of uh, Ben Edelman who's from Harvard. But what's discovered is that he's also a longtime paid consultant to Microsoft. And anyway, this this particular first study's proof – "Quote unquote," proved that uh, Google uh, leans towards providing its own results, like its own uh, 
properties and stuff and such and results. Well, this new one from a company that's less connected to either of the companies, none of them are totally unconnected because they, spo- they sponsor a lot of things, um, has proven, in fact, it's the opposite. <laughs> Nice. I love these things. It's all how you look at the data, right? Stats stats can tell you anything you want them to say. Exactly. According to the findings, Google references its own content in its first position, first results position in just 6.7% of queries, while Bing provides search result links to Microsoft content more than twice as often at 14.3%. Uh, pretty interesting. And and when they went to look at, uh, it was Greg Sterling that wrote this. Uh, no, it was Eric Eng actually. Oh no. Long run. Uh, anyway, I think it was Sterling from my recollection. Um, he looked into it, and, and you know, he did find that uh, Edelman was, of course, paid by Microsoft um, as a consultant. But he also noticed that uh, Google has sponsored this company that did this last one. However, they swear that the person who did this was not asked to do it and actually came up with it by his own recognizance. So who knows? The fact is... We're dealing with two big companies, um, and they both have a lot of content, so it's going to be hard for them not to show up, I'd imagine. Yeah, you would think. Someone needs to do this with Yahoo, too, because, I mean, Yahoo has tons and tons of content as well. It'd be interesting to see how they fit in this. Yeah, and, oh, no, it was Chris Sherman that wrote this, pardon me. In any case, I I think that I would, my personal opinion is that I would, put Microsoft up there in terms of doing that before I would Google. Google's got too much of a market share. They don't need to favor anyone. Um, true. Very true. They don't care if Microsoft gets some exposure. Who's going to go there? <laughs> <laughs> I go there. All Excuse me. I go to Microsoft.com all the time. Every time my Windows screws up, I have to go there to do research on how to fix it. <laughs> there you go. Just say it. Oh, God. Well, and, and in line with this, um, I thought it was pretty funny, is, is uh, Eric Schmidt, and I've got some fantastic quotes here. This is so funny. He got, he's, he's, of course, in this, uh, what is it, antitrust? Is it a trial? I don't think it's really a trial. He's just speaking to the Senate, right? It's like an investigation or something. Yeah, well, <laughs> in an effort to play up competition, ex, ex, uh, Schmidt's remarks on Android and mobile search. Google is clearly, quote unquote, Google is clearly the dominant provider of web search services worldwide. In the United States, 65% or more of all general internet searches take place on Google. In Europe, Google has 94% of this market. First of all, wow. Um, Next, and this is funny, someone, I guess one of the people there asked, given the tremendous market power of your company, do you believe it's fair to characterize Google as a monopoly? And then Schmitz is perfect. The first sentence is perfect. First, I would agree, disagree that Google is dominant. Uh, uh-huh. Said it was. <laughs> gets into this whole thing about how Google's not dominant and tries to contradict everything he just said. Nice. Uh, bad. Really badly done. Like, it's, ouch. Uh, it's very long. Uh, yet another thing on Search Engine Land. Thank you, guys. You guys do great work. Um, but this was just fabulous. It was a really good read. And I personally think that, and, and I believe that uh, Greg, yeah, Greg Sterling wrote this one. Um, he does a good job of explaining, well, yeah, Google's big. Microsoft's big. The one thing he believes that uh, people should be concerned about is Android because Android is going to take over at this rate. And that's a different, that's a different kettle. You know, which one is it going to be that is uh, – 
kind of uh, owning a marketplace, I think Android could be the one. iOS is certainly doing well, but it's nowhere near as in close to the growth that Google's getting well, right now through there, there's, there's a very simple reason for that. And I don't understand the contradicting statistics there, too, because they say that iPod now is, again, or the iPhone is like 40-something percent of the phone market now. It, it reached that. So uh, that's, the, that's the iOS. I mean, yes, the Android is going to have a larger share because, you know, it goes on multiple different phones. The only, uh, the only phone that the iOS goes on is the iPhone. So it's like I don't, I don't get the, the – it's just like the old comparison between Microsoft and Apple. Apple OS only worked on Apple machines, just like the iOS only works on the iPhone. So it's not really Apple's Apple comparison other than the fact that Android's on many, many different um, handheld devices. Mm-hmm. I'll excuse that pun, by the way, the Apple Apple. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was hoping well, someone would catch it. <laughs> and well, there's no one else. To <laughs> Android. Uh, is, oh, yeah, I guarantee there were listeners out there giggling at me. <laughs> they do it all the time. Uh, 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 Android is a leading smartphone platform. Uh, it says here, though, True. iOS has more overall share due to the success of the iPod iPad and iPod Touch, with 43% of the U.S. market to the iPhone's 28%. On a global basis, Android will be leading the smartphone platform by early 2012. And uh, while hardware makers and carriers have some discretion what goes on the handset, the overwhelming majority of Android devices are Google devices. And that's the thing. That's the one thing where I agree with big time with uh, what he's written here, and that is that Google has been convicted, or pretty much, at least in the public eye, of... Uh, abusing their power over Android by saying, oh, no, 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 you can't replace this with your technology because we're running it, even though it's open source. Uh, Mm. That gets creepy. You know, if it's going to be open source, it should be open source. Simple as that. You know, uh, if a a handset provider wants to put their own thing on there, go for it. Like, for example, the example he gives here was that uh, Skyhook Wireless was striking deals with Motorola and Samsung to replace Google's location positioning technology. But they struck that down. They uh, they said that's you know within their contractual contractual right. Google says that uh, they have to use their hardware, um, or that 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 the hardware has to use Google's technology. I don't know. It gets really gray. It's a little is it, creepy. Is it Google's hardware? So if, were they trying to do this on a Google a Google phone, and they shot them down, or was it another phone that happened to be using the Android OS that they want to do this on? Because I can understand if it's their hardware. They can take it from that angle. It's our hardware, but from the open source, they really it's, it is open source software. So I don't see how they could even do that other than just flexing their muscles and threatening to stomp them into oblivion, which, well, which, they, which they could do. Quote, unquote, again, with lots of quotes tonight, uh, to enforce certain rules and effectively compel hardware OEMs to use Google's technology. So it's, mm. it's the, the software. Well, that's bizarre. I don't quite understand it. Um, Google critics would go farther and calls it a, call it abuse of power. Although it's, yeah, yeah, and I would agree. I mean, it's, it's, yeah, I don't know. I, I honestly think a lot of the time they're they're they are really sticking quite well to their tenets of trying not to be evil. <laughs> Maybe not, not <laughs> trying not to be evil, but uh, in cases like this, I start to wonder. Very interesting. Mm, definitely. Well, let's take a quick break and we get back. Uh, we've got a few other things and then we'll tie things up. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. 
Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know they're SEO experts. But did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. MySEOTool.com is your all-in-one SEO management resource. MySEOTool.com makes it easy to optimize and oversee all of your SEO efforts. Line-by-line detailed reports help you identify any problems and show you how to fix them. MySEOTool.com is completely automated. Once you use it, you will see a rise in your search rankings and traffic. Try MySEOTool risk-free today. Go to MySEOTool.com. MySEOTool.com. Welcome to the Webmaster Institute for Financial Advancement, webmasterradio.fm. It's like radio with a Ph.D. Webmasterradio.fm, we're everywhere. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session, only on webmasterradio.fm. Hello and welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm with John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. For the break, uh, we were discussing some of the, the changes these days on uh, Google. It's actually been all about Google. is <laughs> not everything. We, we were talking yep. a lot about mobile, though, and, and I do want to say something that came out last week, that there was a prediction that during the holiday season this year, November, December, that uh, mobile traffic to retail sites is going to hit 15%. So if you have a retail site and you're not really focusing on mobile, think about that. 15% of the searches this year they predict are going to be, during the holiday shopping season, are going to be on mobile devices. So it's something you really need to focus on. Um, Google has even launched um, a new product specifically helping websites to get mobile. And I think we talked about that last week. Um, yeah, it was it GoWeb? Uh, was it GoMo? Yeah, it was some weird name that didn't make any sense. Eh, I posted it somewhere. I can't recall either. Um, <clears throat> well, the one thing we, we, we've been remiss in not mentioning at the beginning of the show, actually, because it was just – anyway, it was big news, but it just seems like it's been so long since it's happened, <laughs> just last – well, the middle of the week, uh, is that Google's announced a, 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 an algorithmic change that is going to affect uh, nearly 35% of all searches. And what it's, they've done is they've increased the, the, the importance of fresh content. So any particular query that requires uh, more of a fresh uh, – 
result will be even fresher, I guess, than it was before. So, <laughs> yeah, and, and it's, it's not a 35% change to existing search results. What it is is up till now, about 17 to 18% of the search results, Google actually looked at publication date, time of publication, when it was published, how fresh that article is. That 17 to 18% is now being increased to 35%. So it's really like an, an additional 18%, something like that, um, added on top of the already pre-existing 17 to 18%. So it's not the biggest change. It is substantial. It's it's definitely bigger than the Panda update was. That only affected like twelve and a half or twelve to thirteen percent of search results. So it'd be interesting to see how this rolls out. I mean, I haven't seen a lot of impact on the sites I work with or any client sites. I know Rand was was trying to find good examples of the impact and had a really hard time doing it. So I'm, I'm not sure how visual and and really widespread this issue is going to be. Even though they say it's a big percentage, it's people are having a hard time finding examples of it. Well, the one thing that uh, someone asked me about this recently, I can't recall when, but <clears throat> they said, what well, do you think this is going to affect your clients? And I said, well, if, if, if they're not creating new content, first of all, if they need to be – if they're providing content that's fresh and accurate, well – it's a good thing. I just don't see any reason why it wouldn't be a good thing. It means that they're probably going to get more exposure for it. If their content's so old and so un-up, non-updated and they need to be found under something fresh, well, there's a real problem there. <laughs> you know, that's, I'm not doing my job. I, yeah. uh, the really, it doesn't seem like anything about this is going to be a problem for anyone unless they are trying to do something under it. Uh, you know, black hats, I would imagine, are going to have a hell of a time with this. Um, although there are benefits, too. Um, they could get... I, I suppose if they could build the trust for a site, they're going to get faster reaction time to uh, new content. Right. But uh, it, it'll be interesting. I, I really haven't seen much effect lately, but I haven't been searching a lot, to be frank. I've been working on other projects. Uh, have you done any testing? I mean, I've, I've been looking for my own sites, and we're we're a news organization, so we put out tons of content every day. So we always have had fresh content. But where I'm looking is – Sections of the site, like um, our classified sections, where we might not have as much content updated on a regular basis, uh, like the auto sales, the used cars, that content, the the relevant content for a, like a category page is going to be pretty stable. It's the actual you know inventory that comes in and changes all the time. So I haven't seen much impact to that either. So it's, it's really is where, I, where I was wondering about the impact and if anybody's got an e-commerce s- solution where you have hundreds of products, where you have a product page, it's not going to change content very often. Do you see any p- impact there? And I'm guessing no because, again, this is only a 35% of the search and they, they're going to realize that content on a product page is not going to change very often. So I'm assuming that falls outside of that 35%, but maybe not. It would be interesting to hear from our, our listeners what they're seeing for sure. Yep. One of them. More major updates this year, and, and I guess they wanted to get that out before uh, uh, <laughs> December. And November is close enough to the Christmas season. It yeah. Give me a little bit of a, a shiver and good, bad memories <laughs> about the Florida update. Uh, oh, man, yes. The Florida update, which knocked, I don't know how many businesses out of business. I think they learned their lesson there. Tell yeah, you, for, for, the, for the new SEOs that weren't around during the Florida update, give them a kind of an example of what happened, Ross. Well, I was fortunate not, to, not, not not fortunate enough not to have any clients get hit by. It, but from what I saw, uh, the guys that got hit were essentially 
I don't even remember what it was that they were doing, but the point was they made such a big algorithmic change that particular websites completely disappeared out of the top 10, top 20 um, to zero. Like to, uh, they were out of, out of the top for all their searches. They weren't getting the traffic they needed. And this was just before Christmas. So everyone yeah. had invested all their money. They were all ready to go, excited, and bang. This just went under like, like they're going out of style. Yeah, and these were businesses that that were driving like seventy percent of the revenue was from their online, and and eighty percent of their year sales came during the holiday season, and all of a sudden they were gone. They weren't in search at all because of this one. Well, I would call it little, but it was one algorithm change, and it just really messed with a lot of people. And I think there was a lot of negative press around Google because of that. Um, really legitimate uh, businesses that got hit. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so they learned their lesson. I'm really surprised they're doing this this close to Christmas as well. But now that we've seen and looked at it for a week or so, and we're not seeing huge impacts, and we're not hearing all the even as much buzz as we heard about Panda. I can see. Okay, I'm a little more comfortable now. You know, they're not going to be putting people out of business. Well, you also have to remember the one thing that they've told us uh, a number of times now. No matter what update they say they're releasing, they've been testing it for a while. Um, yeah. So. You know, they know that this isn't going to make that drastic an effect. Now, can you remember? I actually, I know we got the content somewhere here, but we were writing a lot back then. But what was it exactly that was the problem with the websites that made them drop? Were they just using old SEO tactics? I can't recall during the Florida update. You know, that was many years ago. I'm trying to remember yeah. myself. It was 2004, wasn't it? That's that's pretty many. That's many. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Hey, and and, just... and my, my sites, the sites I was working on at the time did not get hit, so it's not as clear to me because I was an in-house SEO at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I really didn't hit me as hard, so I don't remember. I don't either. I, I do recall that um, we had a lot of calls after that of people begging for help, but it, it was just oh, it was horrible. It was just the worst ever. I felt so sorry for some of these companies, especially the ones that were, were following the instructions of other SEO companies that were being taking riskier tactics. That's the one thing that was clear. What they got yeah. nailed for were doing tactics that were risky. Um, and they, they just didn't know else, didn't know otherwise. I think if I remember correctly, that was right around the same time that one company out of California I can't remember their name, but they got busted. Um, they were using some weird algorithm, JavaScript redirect or something for a long time, doing really well for clients. Um, and what happened was they had a call center set up, and they were literally cold calling, and they had literally thousands of clients that they sold this to, and Google hit them all the same day. And literally a thou- all the clients from this company, the company itself, all just disappeared. I mean, these were real people that were just sold SEO BS by this company from a call center, uh, and they all got hit the same day. And I think it was right around the same time, and a lot of the, the Florida stuff um, was related to that kind of thing. Weird use of cloaking and JavaScript redirects, that kind of stuff. Mm. Bad times. It, it was bad. I remember that, <laughs> oh. that, that company called me up. Um, again, I was in-house at the time, and I really, really loved screwing with people that would call me up to sell me SEO services. I'd like lead them on and say, really, really? And I get to the point where I think I'm going to buy, and then they transfer me to the manager so he could close the sale. Then I started asking hard questions and really get him flustered, and it was just so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. I remember that. We get the odd one occasionally, too. But uh uh, anyway, you know what? We better start wrapping things up. And now, I wanted to mention you're going to be at a conference soon, aren't you? 
Yeah, I'm going to be speaking at SMX Social Media in December out in uh, Scottsdale, Arizona. So uh, if you're going, look me up. Come come by, say hi. I'm speaking actually the last session of the last day, so don't leave early. Come visit me, say hi, let me know you're a listener. I'd love to meet you guys. That would be great. And Man, I'm envious. It's going to be nice and warm there, I guess. I hope so. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Arizona, it should be. But they, uh, I guess they also experience a bit of a winter, so who knows? Yeah. <laughs> looks looks like nice. a really nice area for the conference, so I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Excellent. Um, well, actually, behalf- actually, as well, I'm going to be at AdTech for a couple of days next week. Actually, this week, Wednesday and Thursday. So if oh, you're at AdTech, nice. yeah, come find me. AdTech New York, I assume. Yes, AdTech New York. Uh, I'd love to go to those uh, someday. I'm, I'm not speaking, but I'm going to be playing. Yeah, playing is good. <laughs> well, on behalf of myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and John Parkut, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Internet, uh, you can contact me at my email address, ross at stepforth.com. That's S-T-E-P-F-O-R-T-H.com. Or John via at John Carcut on Twitter. And uh, hopefully you can join us next week. We're at every Monday, 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern. And uh, don't forget to post any questions you may have on our uh, Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash SEO101podcast. And as soon as we can have one, our Google Plus page will let you know where it's at. Yay! (laughs) Thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you. Have a good one.